as the title suggests, I bought the rip in SPY puts. No, SPY puts did not necessarily rip today, but the broader market ripped, and I was not a fan of that rip, so I decided to buy S&P 500 SPY put options to protect myself against the downside. I am largely long. I have a lot of stocks. I have some cash though, pretty good cash position. And I had um, some downside related positions like TBT calls and stock, my largest position in stock alone. And then you layer on some calls on top of it. It is quite a large position. And then quite a few SPY puts that I added even more to. So why am I not trusting this bounce we saw today? Isn't everything known? Don't we know that the Fed is gonna get hawkish and we kind of get the point they're gonna raise 50 basis points at the next meeting and they're gonna do some balance sheet runoff? Well, I don't think that this is the end of the hawkish Fed. And I think they're gonna get even more hawkish. And consider that, and consider that we're not even at the lows of the year. I don't think the market has fully internalized how hawkish the Fed is gonna get. And a lot of people like to roast on Peter Schiff. And I understand why he is the antithesis of a Bitcoin maxi. I happen to be a Bitcoin fan. We don't all agree on everything. You know, there's very few people I'd say I agree with on everything. That's just life. And I'm sure the same is true with you. But he, uh, I was on his uh, uh, fund call today and I was certainly quite inspired on what he had to say. And he had some very good points. One, that yes, everyone's expecting the Fed is going to do some 50 basis point hikes, but that's not, that's not enough. They can't be content with getting to the neutral rate. They can't be content with two and a half or 3%. We had um, situations like this in the 70s where inflation was close to these levels, but still not this extreme and not picking up like it is right now, apparently. And they weren't even close to the neutral rate. So the Fed is talking about just getting to the neutral rate. But you get to the neutral rate when you have neutral inflation. We don't have neutral inflation. We have very, very hot and continuing to increase inflation. So the Fed, they've said they're gonna to go to the neutral rate. They're likely gonna to have to go beyond the neutral rate. And if we've seen anything, we don't need to wait for the market. We don't need to wait for that to occur, for the market to react. We should expect that the market is gonna react in anticipation of that. They always, the market always does. It doesn't react to the declaration of a recession. It reacts to the expectation of a recession and the market spills. And I don't even think we need a recession for this to play out. A recession is not even my biggest concern. I don't even think if we get a recession, it's that big of a deal. We have such low unemployment that we can healthily, I think, manage through a recession. Sure, it's gonna occur. Sure, it's gonna have negative effects, but I don't think it's the real negative effects that we're worried about. Yesterday, I put out a tweet um, talking about how some of these mega cap tech stocks, particularly Microsoft is like the number one I'm looking at. You know, obviously it's a great company, obviously it's got great products, but it's very expensive. Um, I put out a tweet saying that unless companies like this 
can increase their dividend, I just can't buy them. And they would have to decrease their dividend significantly and you know, I, I have no intention of doing that. I would rather lend them money at five, six, seven percent, and that's gonna keep increasing, maybe even seven, eight, nine percent, because we have to go beyond the neutral rate. We can't go to the neutral rate. The neutral rate is not gonna solve our inflation problems, okay? And we haven't even talked about the fall to some extent. We'll see how long it is. It's very uncertain, unpredictable. But the occurring fall of globalization, the neutral rate, we can't be at the neutral rate. We have to go beyond the neutral rate. So I would rather lend money to Microsoft at let's call it five, six, seven percent than own Microsoft at a very expensive price. I expect very little uh, price appreciation from Microsoft in terms of stock. And this is possibly the most owned stock. If not, I guess the second most owned stock. Maybe the most institutionally owned stock. I would assume retail maybe owns Apple a little bit more than it owns Microsoft. Um, very little price appreciation there. Uh, I would, as I said, personally rather lend them money and get a return on that lended money. I think that's just what's gonna make sense going forward. And as rates get to a certain level, that's gonna happen. And I think people who own Microsoft are gonna say, you know, why don't I just take my money out and just lend it right back at a better rate? You know, we're still far from that, but we've seen the effect that that's had on the market. And people are arguing that the market may be considering all the Fed's gonna do. We know what the Fed's gonna do. Well. I don't think that's the case. I think one, the market hasn't fully adjusted for that reality, fully. I think in some areas it has. You know, Jumia I think is too cheap. Editas too cheap. Um, but I think more is yet to come. So we'll see what happens. We're not even at the lows of the year. Uh, we got the lows of the year, you know, kind of possibly predicting 50 basis point hike. We got 25 basis points at all of them. Had a very strong rally, almost the new all-time highs. Didn't make a whole lot of sense to me because all-time highs were too expensive. Even with rates at zero, they were too expensive. So now you're getting rates going up. And all of a sudden, these stocks with these, you know, really low dividends have to compete with bonds that are returning more money. So uh, it's a very interesting market dynamic. I am buying the puts on a rip like this. I think it probably had a little bit to do with short covering. Um, that's always something to consider. I don't know, I'm not a technical analyst like that, but uh, I added to my SPY put options. And I think that's a reasonable decision. I expect further downside from here, unfortunately, because I am long, you know, I am net long. But I have quite a lot of options now on the downside. Not anything crazy when I'm talking about that, but I've got my largest position is TBT in just stock alone. It's above my typically largest type of position, which is 5% change. It's a 7% position change. And then I've got quite large option positions on top of that, 
and several of them that I've had for a long time that are very much in the money. The stock was all exercised options. Um, and then I've got SPY puts, which I'm adding to today. Again, a little over, you know, about one and a half percent additional allocation today went to SPY puts, which uh, is not, you know, a small amount. So I'm bearish for now. Not crazy bearish, okay? But I think the market is expensive. I also think inflation does give an ultimate floor, so I'm not expecting a 20, 30% drawdown. But I think five to 10% is not gonna be crazy. Down to close to S&P 500, 4,000. That's, I can get there. I think I can get there. Can it get lower than that? I think 3,000 is a little crazy to think about. But I think 4,000, 4,100, 4,200, 4,200. I say that's nothing. I think that's, that's, we'll be okay there. We'll start to consider buys there. We'll take some of the downside protection off the table and, you know, start to buy. But th those are the levels that I think are more appropriate. And we've been there and we're not there. We're at 4,500, not too far off from an all-time high. I say, let's see what happens. Let's 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 let things happen. Let's. I'm playing the defense right now, and I just, let's just see what happens. So that's today's video. Until next time, peace out.